morning. You know, so many times uh, I went to so many churches to present my uh, mission, which Lord gave it to me. And I told yesterday to pastor, I'm so nervous while presenting it in my church. <laughs> Due to many reasons, maybe because this is our last Sunday also, I cannot imagine three and a half years. And here we come on the last Sunday and God has blessed us abundantly. Such a blessing it is and I cannot express in my word and I am so much thankful. But I want to start uh, with this morning and uh, this wonderful opportunity to, uh, to share the testimony like what Lord has done in your life. And uh, uh, let's get into the prayer and ask Lord uh, his presence. Let's pray. Father, we love you. Thank you for this day. Thank you for this mercy. Thank you for bringing us here, my Lord. And thank you for my family to bring us here that we got saved. And I pray, my Lord Jesus, while I share as your word says, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and you will testify me. And I pray, my Lord, uh, give me your knowledge, wisdom to share what, ha what you have done, how you have changed my life, how you have saved me. And uh, well, give me the word, knowledge, wisdom, uh, my Lord, that your name should be lifted. Thank you again for this day. Uh, be with every one of us. Be with the people who are coming on the way. Bless them. And thank you for everything. In your mighty name we pray. Amen. So uh, maybe many of you, some people are new, may not know my testimony. So I like to share my testimony before that. So I am I, I born into a Christian surrounding and I was just thinking myself as a Christian because I born into the Christian family where the family goes to a church every Sunday and the prayer is there and the Bible was there and all that things was I was counting on, counting myself as a Christian. Also, I got baptized at the age of 18 where uh, I still remember the one-week training of baptism was given to me. Uh, again, as I told you, not about salvation, but about baptism training, right? There's a difference between the words, so hope you catch that words. So it was about baptism, that you need to take a baptism, and here is why you need to take. And, uh, as, and I said yes to everything. Do you love Lord? Yes. Do you believe he is son of God? Yes. Do you believe in Jesus? Yes. Do you believe you are a sinner? Yes. Do you believe he'll forgive your sin? Yes. Are you ready to baptize? Yes. Right? Answer to all the questions, I still remember very clearly, we were sitting into the parking lot uh, with the round chairs, three, four people, where my pastor that time, I still remember his name, he was sitting and giving us a training along with me. I still remember the seriousness was so low or not at all that I also called my non-believer friend, hey, let's go. And we will have this and it is good, our God is good. And he was there, he was there, he took training also along with me and he also baptized with me. Imagine the error, understand the error. He also came because there is nothing, right? there is no change. So, and uh, our name was listed into, I still remember the book register where Nitin Ingle uh, baptized at this age, uh, this age, this is the date and you sign. They gave you a Bible which you never open after in your life. So that was my life. I got baptized. 
and then I was like, okay, there was one thing which was remaining to be get, to get baptized, and now this is also done. So I am on the I am on the way to heaven, and that's all what my understanding was. I grew up into the poor family and got a good education. I completed my bachelor of engineering in electronics and telecommunication. I got a good job. I left my city, went to a city called Pune. I was in that uh, I was in the, that city. And my economical, financial graph and the blessing I was counting was increasing. And I was just thinking myself, wow, Lord is blessing me in every moment. And from a small town guy coming till this Pune, getting an IT job, getting a good education. Then after I got married, and then after I got a house, then after I got a car, and then after I got good wife, then, then son, and the US trip, and so on, and so on, and so on. So I was counting, my, oh, Lord is blessing me in all. And as you know, and after I just came, I came to this location just because my employer sent me. My client was working here on Cox Road. Uh, the project name was Advantasure. I came there. I came there and due to my previous relation with Pastor Caleb, uh, uh, he informed Pastor Steve that, hey, come, uh, there is an Ingle family, can you go and meet him? And very soon, within a first week, uh, where, when we was there, we have not even unpacked our bag. I still remember the day this family with small, small three kids come, came into our house. There was not sufficient thing to even sit also. I still remember that apartment. And I was like, man, a uh, white guy coming to our house, what a good thing it is. And they were sitting and we were... Uh, uh, chatting and uh, I told him about my life and all how we met and he said if you want to get you in the church I was like man we are not even unpacked our bag and he want us to be in the church because uh, for me it was the last priority so but then he said hey I'll, I can come and pick you I was like man that's a good idea though it is favorable to me also and it's good let's go into the church so he started coming every 9.15 to 9.30 Coming to my house, traveling from back there from Middle Ocean to all the way to Crossing Shot apartment, taking me, coming back to the church. I still remember the first day, first Sunday when I was in church. I was sitting on that row and, uh, and every one of you who was there present came, greeted us. I'm like, man, this is very wonderful. And uh, we started coming to this church, not because we want to, because someone was taking us every Sunday, right? So, and then the burden started that, man, this guy says that you need to be on the Sunday evening also. Then he said, hey, you need to be on Wednesday also. I'm like, that does not make sense now. Or that is too much of now. And then, uh, again, but what, what it was, the love this church showed me, right? That was one thing. Imagine, there was nothing for me to hold on into this church, right? Why would I have come? Why would I come and stay uh, in the church, because later on I started still remember looking for that Uber and Lyft coupons so that I can get into the church with less money. I was telling my wife, hey, $30 every trip does not, uh, I mean, it's too costly for us to be in the church. I still remember all that conversation. And then Lord worked in Brother Brian's heart, and then uh, I still remember that he purchased a car, the car which you see, is such a blessed car. It, <laughs> so many miles and I'm so thankful to Lord and he gave us that car and you know now what happens is now man he gave the car now I should be in the church right so that was all reason and that made me stayed to be in the church 
every now Sunday, now because now how you say no, right? Because now you have car also. Now every Saturday, Sunday morning, Sunday evening, Wednesday, and it was joyful also because the fellowship which I got, now I don't have to count my expenses and all, and uh, so that's why I was in church. Now moving forward, the story, right, when the Sunday school was there, when my son Yuan started coming to the, uh, to the Sunday school, and I believe Miss Diana uh, and uh, other Sunday school teacher started asking him the question about are you saved or not, and he did not have the answer. And he was knowing all about Jesus, but not about salvation. And then he came to, and that question came to me, I still remember what location, where we was, who was standing where, how was I, was, I remember everything. And, uh, and I was like, man, I, I don't want my son to be left alone. And then I decided that I had to teach him what salvation is. Now to explain him, I had a question for myself, that how come uh, like uh, the, the Jackson or all the kids of his age can get saved? So I started questioning Pastor, Brother Brian and Pastor Steve to get the answers about all this. Because first I have to resolve how come I can explain Johan, that what salvation is, because back there in India, at the age of 18, you get saved. So I was counting on baptism and all other things. And then when I was talking to Brother Brian, and I still remember at the same location where he's sitting, there was an incident, we both was standing, and I was telling him about my father, and I told him, hey, here is my father, who is Catholic background, at least I'm trying to go into heaven, and he is not even trying. And that's where he catch me. He said, brother, we don't try to go into the heaven. Bible says for sure you know that you will go to heaven. I was like, what? Then what I'm trying to do? I mean, what is wrong? What is wrong going? But you know that, so I got all the, the so the conviction started coming. I got all the answers of my question in my mind. And then I went to the home. And on 29th September, 2020, uh, when I was sitting doing my IT job, I still remember Johan coming to me and telling me, Dad, uh, uh, you, uh, I called him and he said, I said, I need to explain you what salvation is. And now I had to go at his level to explain him what salvation is, right? It was all in my mind. Now to translate it and put into the word so that seven and eight year uh, uh, child can understand that was my motive. So what I did is, uh, I told Johan, as you know, we all die one day. He said, yes, dad, I know that. And as you know, this was not as you know, it is all this information which these people gave. So I was trying to be a smart dad, right? So I told, we are going to die and we go into the hell because we are a sinner. He said, okay, I got that. So now imagine, I told him like, uh, I remember still, this is not exactly the same bill, but was the, uh, with the same company bill. And uh, this is a utility bill from, I think, Richmond Gas or, yeah, Richmond Gas. It was sitting on my desk. And I said, Johan, and this, see, this is what Lord was leading me, right? And then uh, I said, see, if you write all your sin on such paper, this is how your sin will look like, full of blue, red, and green, and all, because so much sin we do in all our life. And Lord was even, I remember in that time, I, I was thinking, yes, that's very true. That's what my sin are, because a man knows what he does. It's not like he does not know, he just ignores it. So, and I told, if you die and go into the gate, gate of heaven, will angel allow you? He saw that and he said, how come the angel allow? There is full of sin. I was like, yeah, that sounds right also. 
how can angel allows you? I like, okay, now someone told me something else also. Then I took a white paper and I wrote a name, Jesus. This was a sinful paper and I wrote a name, Jesus. I kept like this and I say, Johan, what do you see now? He said, dad, I only see Jesus. I don't see your sins. And that's the moment I got convicted that what about my sin? I have never thought about it. I was counting out so many things. And that's the moment I realized I am a sinner. Lord convicted me. I accepted Lord as my personal savior and I got born again. The moment I born again, I realized it's true. I realized what is to be a born again Christian. I realized it's a real spiritual birth. It's not about any feeling. It's not about any emotion. It's not about any prayer. It is a change of mind when a man turns from the world towards the holy God. And I realized that's, that's a salvation. And I realized many people does not have that. The moment I also realized my wife also from the same background, she also does not know. And praise God, see how much blessing, how much I should thankful to Lord. She was in another, another room. Remember, all this was happening. She was also a part of this witnessing, right? So she came and I told her, Neha, and I explained her the same thing. Praise God, in a five minute after I got saved, my wife got saved. You may not hear such testimony that both people of family getting saved at the same moment in the same day within a five minutes of time. What a wonderful day it was and we cannot, cannot forget. And so thankful I am. And later on my son got saved as you know. And that's where I realized that I need to go and tell my people. There was, as, I, as you heard my testimony, what I was counting upon. And all and all are counted on the same thing, all about the material blessing, that this is what salvation is. On baptism, they was counting on salvation. They're counting on so many hurdles or so many accidents or so many, uh, their problem getting resolved. And they count all that thing for salvation. Plus many are counting that, okay, at the end of the life, Lord may judge what is right and wrong and he may put into heaven and hell. So there are different, different definitions of salvation. But when I came to know Lord and I know what is born again means and that's where I started telling my testimony to my people. And that's the moment without wasting a minute, I started calling my parents. I remember in those days, I was calling left and right every people. I used to scroll the my uh, phone book. Oh, I can talk to him. I think I have good relation with him. I think he will listen. I used to call the people left and right just to tell, hey, let me tell you my testimony. The people was getting shocked. How come this guy never talked? Why he's calling? But as you know, it was not me. It was the change which Lord brought in my heart, right? When he changed my life. Otherwise, I, I, I don't want to call to anyone if I do not have any benefit from that, right? Now, I love the people because Lord loved me first. Right? I still remember the moment at that crossing apartment when I was walking after I was, get, after I was saved, the initial days, I used to get so much filled with the spirit and so much with the love of the Lord that how come, I mean, why me, why me? And I was, I said, Lord, tell me, Lord, I want to thank you. I want to, under, I, I was going back to whole my life, right? How I came from that family, so much incidents, accident, and this COVID, and so many things. He brought me that moment on 29th September to put me there to get saved. 
I was just thinking all and I thankful Lord to every moment of that. I just don't take it on that way. I will count this all the way till my end of life to thank you my Lord Jesus. And I said Lord I want to thank you. Tell me what you want me to do. And Lord said go tell to others. If you want to thank me go tell to others. And I, I told Lord I will do that. I will tell to others. And that's where I started sharing the gospel with the people. Initially I started... Uh, uh, we will go through the slides. Initially, we started with the WhatsApp call and I inv started inviting all the people, my family members and all, and every Saturday. So what happens is, I'll tell you, this is very interesting. Now, because the COVID was there at very high peak in 2020, everyone wants to be a spiritual. Like we are talking about an unsafe persons, right? So now, what we, what we are tried. Every Saturday, I was the one who was inviting a pastor in my phone books from India to conduct an online prayer service for us. That way, all the people of the family comes. Now that pastor comes, I join from here. Then he shares the word of God. And then we pray and all. And I was like, man, this is a blessing. This will go for a week now. And then I should transfer some amount to his uh, uh, bank account so that he also give me a blessing all these things I was doing, and the moment I got saved, I realized none of these share the gospel. None of these know what salvation is. And that's where I started taking that place to share my testimony. So what happens is, that's where that, that particular platform which was prepared, that meeting every Saturday, now because I got saved, I started preaching the gospel to the people. This is the photo uh, of Amrauti city, uh, as soon as, uh, you, you can go to the first one. So, as soon as we entered the city, this is the welcome actual board. You can see there, once you entered, and uh, uh, this is the welcome board at the city of Amrauti. You can go to next slide. This is the aerial view of that city. And uh, as you know, uh, we have like 1.3 billion people. Uh, our homes are not like, uh, like US, that you have like, one or two acres of land and then there is a next home. We in fact share, many times share the same walls and that's where you see one view. And this is very small view, but that's how the city will look like. You see the homes over there. Can you go to the next slide? Now, this is the old statistic, government statistics which I found. Uh, and I just want to give you an uh, idea how the Amrauti city population is. That's why we put this percentage over there. Uh, but I also want to highlight you the population of all that religion that we say is about uh, Hindu, Muslim, Christian, Sikh and all those. Also understand the Christian count which shows 0.39%. Understand this is a government view. A Christian for them is maybe a Catholic, right? Or maybe a church where the cross is there or the people who call themselves as a Christian the way I was. So it's that percentage. It's not a born again Christian percentage. And as I told you, and again, I wish I would have been wrong, but in my life, the day I got saved, apart from one or two pastors, which is suggested from the uh, a common friend pastor to me, I have never met a person who shared with me a testimony of born again. Never met a person. And I, that's why it's a need. That's why there are a need to go and tell these people. Can you go to the next slide? So, as Amrauti has a greater influence of the temples also, and uh, all over in uh, uh, India we have that. This is one of the uh, biggest temple uh, in Amrauti city we have. 
you go to next slide Amravati city has the biggest influence of the Catholic churches also and uh, what happens is these churches uh, as I told you they count themselves uh, looking to these churches uh, as a Christian and this is the church where I also used to go because I studied in the same convent uh, a school so every Sunday whoever are Christian uh, we used to sometimes go to in church my dad still goes into this church so we have greater influence we have the schools we have hospitals we have a major influence of the Catholic community in our city go to next slide this is the church and when I was uh, the Amrauti City Community Baptist Church it's a big Baptist church this is a big Baptist church and I think maybe around four to five hundred people can sit there and I still remember and this is the church where I grow up and in this parking lot where I was told you I got that training where I got uh, trained for the baptism and this is the building still my mom and all they goes and uh, once I start with my church they all the plan is to get them into a Bible believing church see my friend this is what I want to tell you See, I was into this Baptist church all my life. I did not get saved there. What was the reason? Because the word of God was not preached. Right? All I was preached is God is love. I want you to understand and think over it. You guys are blessed and I am so blessed to be in such a Bible believing church. Understand the probability of 1.3 billion people God bringing me out in this world to this church. Right? I'm not telling only this church preaches the word, but God brought you and me into this church with a plan. He does not like, oh, you guys are surrounding, come to this church. No, God has a plan for you and me. He had a plan for me. He had a plan for you. Right? And that's why it is so important. And I want you to understand this. So be thankful for the word of God is preached in this church. It's not the man who is behind the pulpit, but the man who is reading from the word of God, which is kept on this pulpit and sharing with you. Right? And then that's where we need to obey the word. Like, let me tell you an example. If you see, I was just thinking this morning about gold and women like wearing golds, right? A gold is not found in the same form which you wear. It is found in the cost of the earth with so many of other material, right? It's so many of other material that you don't want to wear itself. It is harmful for you. Plus what happens is, as soon as the gold, that particular part, it looks like a stone. You may not see, you may not even take it. What happens that gold, right? It comes to the goldsmith. What does that goldsmith does it? He hammered it. He hit it. He boiled it. He, he put it into so much of the heat that all that affirmities will go out and then a pure gold start coming out of it and he put into the mold so that you get a wonderful, you know, any ornament that you like to wear. Now let me explain you this, why, why I tell, told you this. See, imagine that gold has his own wish and he said, hey, you know, you found me, I don't want to do anything. I'm good what I am. If the goal has a wish and if you have told, hey, it's good that you found me, but you know what? Keep me as it is. What will have happened? At the end, there will have been another one who allowed to work that goldsmith to on their heart or onto that uh, uh, ornament or to that gold and could have bring a good piece 
that will, have look, that will look so much good that you'll adore it, you admire it. And here is the other piece who did not allow it. It will be so corrupt or it will be so uh, in misshape that you may not even like it. What I'm trying to explain you is, see, when I came to this church, and when you guys are in this church, we all are born into the sinner. We all have the rebellion spirit. We all have that nature by default that we do not like the word of God. I'm not only talking about salvation, but I'm also talking about sanctification. Unless we do not surrender, not to a pastor, not to a person, but to the word of God. But to the word of God. See, I did not got saved that day, but because there was some magical moment happening, right? It was the same example when the word of God was preached here again, 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 again. What was happening is that heart stone, my heart was getting hammered and hammered and hammered so that it was getting ready to prepare a beautiful thing from it. The first thing what happened is my salvation. Now after my salvation, I will have lived the same life what I will have for what I came for. I came for American dreams. Why do Indian think you come comes for here? They come for American dreams to live this lavish life. And it is so tempting. But the word of God, when it is preached and it explains me, as I told you, it's a mirror to my soul. So it explains me what I am, what many things I have to remove, what are the affirmities I have that has to be removed. And when you obey that word of God, you know what happens is it starts working on you. It starts working because you allowing it. And through that, a beautiful thing at the end of your life will be prepared. You may not know what you are going through when it is, when it is work, when it is, the word is working on you. See, when the day you got saved, you got justified. The all who are born again here need to be sanctified so that at the end, you should be glorified. Now, if this sanctification process is not a is not a push on you that you have to do it. It's up to you. You and me have to think what should be the good come out of me so the day I die, I go into the heaven, what kind of ornament or what kind of person is that which represents to the Christ which confront of him? The one your savior, you stand in front of him, right? And you see him. Now the example which I told about the gold, right? Now understand, one is the good ornament which is prepared, a beautiful shining ornament where you want to put it in the crown. And then one is there which does not allow. Because sanctification, which done through the word of God, what is this? It is the process. When the word of God wants us to change. See, Bible is given for what? First is Salvation later is sanctification for the one are, sa one are saved. No person on the earth, no matter who is a pastor or how big he, the pastor is, how long he's serving it, every person the word of God works till he dies. Everyone has to mold, has to change. You cannot say, hey, I am a done, I am a good Christian. You cannot be good. There is only one good but God. And that's why it is so necessary, my friend, to understand this. Right? 
to be in such church, to be always when the doors are open, where the word of God is preached. Let me ask you one question. If I would have allowed my family, hey, you know what, we don't have to go so many times to the churches. You know, as, as our practice once in a month, these peoples are good and all. You would have not been sitting here listening to my testimony. Right? You would have not, because you just don't know how the word of God works. Right? That's why it is so important for us to be a faithful. If it is from the word of God, and if word of God talks to you, what is that he wants me to change? That is what the Christian life is. So that the end of your life, something beautiful comes out of it. Right? And that's why I, I brought this point, my friend, just to tell you, because we not be here, and I'm so thankful that Lord brought us in this church. Right? And how much it worked on us, because we had a less time, right? We have to be on fast track, right? And God help us. See, God helps you. The more you go near to the Lord, the more Lord comes near to you, right? Lord always wants to come near to you, but we are not created as a robot. We have our own will. Plus, remember, we have the rebellion spirit also by birth, because we are the children of wrath. And we was. But if you are born again, now you became a children of Christ. But that old nature want to pull you back because he does not like the things of the God. And that's where you need to take a decision. That's where you need to take a decision. What shall I do? Let me give one good example okay, about this. See, I'll tell you, Johann got saved, right? He, he, he used to wake up from the sleep and I always I see his bad mood. Okay, and he, and he tells complaints to me, Dad, I don't know why I have this bad mood. Sometimes I scold him, you should not have that mood, you should be having good mood. But I thought about a second and I told Johan, I told Johan, this bad mood are the fruits of your old nature. If you are saved, and I think you are, then you should have the ability because of the Christ to understand this is from my old nature and I don't have to follow it, rather, I can walk into the newness. I, do, I don't have to this old things going on in my life. You have, you can win over it through Christ if you are saved. Right? And that's where what he, he understood that, yes, I don't have to be slave to my old nature. I have to grow. I have to be responding to the word of God. See, my friend, again, I mean, we don't want to divert for the topic, but I want to explain you this. Be thankful into this church. We are, right? And what more testimony we should have that a sinner comes as an IT guy and getting saved and travel as a missionary, right? A church producing a church. That this church can produce is. That's it's not only one person who was doing. It's collective effort of all of you, right? It's, it's not like only the pastor was there. That's a, no, it's everyone. Imagine one person disbehaving. I'm out. Like, I don't like that guy because I'm a... Natural guy, I don't have any uh, love, right? So it's not only the pastor, it's all the, every individual. It's every, your kids also, which you taught to teach how to love, how to behave, which behave good. It's a combined effort, it's a body of Christ that helps a sinner to come and to get saved and stay here, right? I brought you this because there are people, thousands sit there. Thousands sit there. Go and die into the hell. They got born into the church, got baptized into the church, got married into the church, their whole life is into the church, their funeral is into the church, 
their eternity is in the hell. Be thankful. Can you go to the next slide? So as I told you, like I was so happy when I got saved and you see this from January 2021 and that's where me shouting, this is Neha's mother, down there is my father, my uncle and there is uh, uh, sister, uh, my mother's uh, 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 sister, uh, my aunt and here are the uh, few people, I'll talk about them. So this is what, you know, initially that WhatsApp call, I still remember that was an old application was having only six call can come in and join, you know. And if I want to invite someone, so one was kicked off, another will join. I was like, what is this happening? You know, I am preaching and the people get disconnected. I'm like, where is this guy? And then I call them and then connect them. But all this thing was happening. I'll tell you one very good thing. When there is a desire I see, you know what I was telling pastor? I was not knowing I'm able to preach or not because I don't see my future, right? I was telling him, hey, whenever you preach, what I can do, I can translate. What's the idea? I will translate and I will tell them, what is that? It is a desire. Lord sees the desire. Right? I don't know I will be a preacher. I don't know what I will become. But I know I can translate what you say. I will tell to these people. Wonderful, right? So I still remember all this conversation. Can you go to the next slide? And soon, as I told you, the people was increasing. Lord was blessing this effort. People was getting saved. And that's where we moved towards Zoom online meeting. And that's where if you see, uh, there, are, there are no limitations to that and people started coming and they started joining. I started calling, I, I used to look my phone book, call the people, share the gospel. Few of them got saved, you know, and uh, I'm so thankful. Uh, again, I, I, I don't know their personal testimony, but due to their faithfulness, I can see them and my plan is also to go back on uh, once I go and talk to them personally, if not, their testimony is not good to again share the gospel. But the second guy from there, this guy Pradeep is from completely from the non-believer background, such a hardcore non-believer, two years, faithful every Wednesday, every Saturday, he's there. You know, before I call them for, uh, my, uh, I will talk about that, we are going to have an in-person service on 20th November. Before I call them, because I want to invite these people, Though they are at, uh, remote from me, but the, you know what they said? We already plan to be there, you know. So I'm so thankful. Again, this brother Ashok, this guy, he's the juice seller. Uh, that brother Pradeep, which a photo, is that samosa seller. You know, a small uh, town and, uh, you know, there are expenses, maybe like, a, uh, not expenses, but they're earning maybe like a 10 or $20 for a day. Can you go to the next slide? And, and if you see this, uh, uh, you recognize the second photo? Any person if you recognize? Okay, yeah, you must have recognized me, thank you. So December 21, we invited pastor and he shared, uh, it was a Christmas ceremony, uh, Christmas time and I want to make that special. So I invited him and we, I translated and that's where the people all there, if you see the happy faces, you know, excited, happy, but more than that, we want them to be get saved. So pray for them. Go to next slide. And these are a few people, so, you know, in India, not everyone has the smartphones. So, and so everyone cannot connect to the Zoom call. So what my mom did, it, they invited all people to the room. And then my, uh, my video calling was uh, uh, focused or put into the TV so that they all hear and watch. So that was the motive there. And that's why you see the people there. We go to the next slide. I also realized in my Marathi language, there is no doctrine. There is no solid doctrine which is if someone reads and wants to do, want to know about Marathi, 
there was no such material and that's where since the day I got saved all this preaching every Saturday which I did I every Friday night I send them the invite telling what I'm preaching what is the topic what are the uh, verses which you are referring to and once that everything is done I create this uh, a video or media I put it into the YouTube so that if anyone searching and comes for a truth he should have it that's the intention for that you can also go to Amrauti Baptist Church in right now in YouTube and you will see this all for the next slide and this is from our recent zoom meeting so that was old photos I just want to give a new photo also this is from the recent zoom meeting and uh, I think that that will be all Pray for us, our plan is, as I told you, as soon as we go next week we travel on November 20, the first Sunday, and this was a thought, right? We were just thinking what we'll do on the first Sunday, there is no church, and Lord reminded you are the, I'm sending you for the church itself, right? I was like, yeah, I know. And that's where we started, we thought, okay, we'll have the church, our initial idea was just to get our families and all, if not, we three are there, I can preach to these people, I have to preach Johan. I have to train him. That was my original thought. But as I told you, when a heart is right, God will bless that effort. You know, and God has brought so many people. People are excited. Now I may have to hire a hall or something where I can have the people coming. We are planning for a food also. And so many things are there, but we want Lord's will into that. So pray for us. And soon I'll be sending the photo once we are there uh, back in uh, Amrauti for our first service. Please take our prayer card. And I know you guys pray already for me because I see the blessing. I see how Lord leading me is not my only one prayer, but it's the prayer of this church and the pastor and the families who all loves us, who are already praying for us. And I'm so thankful for every one of you. God bless you. And um, it's, it is, it's not, it's not one person. There's no way that one person could ever do that and it's not even it's it's bigger than our church as well i mean there's people that are outside of our church that have done a lot in helping train him as well and and uh i'll mention a little bit about that later on but it's exciting and we're excited for him so uh, we'll talk a little bit more in the in the next service but let's go ahead and pray and get ready for that father we love you again we thank you for your goodness i thank you for the fact that you still save souls and that you still uh, can change hearts and lives and that you still want to do it today and God, I pray that you'd do, uh, do more of that in this area. I pray that you'd help us to be uh, willing to, to be the one that shares the gospel and, and uh, disciples those that come to know you as their Savior. And God, I do pray for them, uh, for Nitin and Neha and Johan as they head uh, overseas. I pray that you give them a safe trip as they travel, but then also that you just help them to, uh, to hit the ground running and, and be able to see some uh, uh, people get saved right away some people that they've been praying for that we've been praying for for a long time and and uh, what a what an exciting thing that would be to hear that souls got saved on their first Sunday there and uh, so many other things that that um, that have to happen and, and uh, are going to happen over there God that they need your help with and of course uh, pray that you'd help us be faithful and praying for them as well thank you for all that you do for us thank you that you still uh, have an interest in our lives and still still have a desire to use us and God I pray that you'd help us to to live in a way that's pleasing to you so that you can use us to the full capacity that you plan for each one of our lives thank you again for everything you do in Jesus name amen